Blog Talk Radio. Commissioner T here with the Madden Voice, and this is a special edition of the Madden Voice. We have not done a show since the week after the Super Bowl. Um, just trying to regroup and, you know, get ready for the upcoming NFL season. Um, looking forward to the draft, but some breaking news has hit today. If you don't know, uh, Tony Romo, uh, my quarterback, my Dallas Cowboys, released, and he will be joining CBS. Uh, alongside Jim Nance to replace Phil Simms. Um, I, I have been following all the coverage, listening to everyone talk about it, and felt that, you know, <laughs> the, the, the Cowboys are the team that I've supported my entire life. And just for the moment, decided to jump right on and say a few words about what happened and, and what the future will bring. Uh, my co-hosts do not know that I'm doing this. Um, nothing against them. Um, you know, I'm sure they're working and what have you, and, and, and just decided that myself alone would just come on and, and talk about, um, you know, this issue. I am old enough to remember Roger Staubach retiring. And um, when, he, when he did his speech, he was uh, in tears and talked about Tom Landry, who sat kind of off in the background and talked about the guy in a funny little hat. And then, if you didn't know, Roger Staubach pretty much retired because of concussions. Um, and this was pre- prior to all of the protocols they have in place now. Um, Danny White was kind of the next franchise quarterback. He was uh, uh, a punter and, um, and the backup quarterback, and then he took over the team. Uh, went to, I want to say, at least two NFC championships, uh, maybe three. Uh, don't quote me. But I never, never, never started a Super Bowl, and um, played into the to the late '80s, middle '80s, middle to late '80s, and then that's when uh, Aikman and that era started. And I remember Troy Aikman. Um, you know, I don't really remember when Danny Wright retired. He was a good quarterback, but he wasn't great. Um, he was solid. Um, so you know, his retirement was it was unspectacular. But I do remember Troy Aikman, three Super Bowls, um, team, of the, team of the 90s, retiring, and uh, again, in tears, um, back injuries, concussions, um, you know, physically just, you know, had to move on and, and couldn't retire and was in tears. Uh, we found out not that long ago that he was actually approached, um, you know, the, next, the following season to come out of retirement and play 
for another team. It might have been Miami. I'm not sure, but he turned him down. Um, be interesting, you know, had he done that. Um, and, and, and now, you know, kind of in the line of quarterbacks, and we can debate greatness in Dallas. We can debate, um, you know, statistically, Romo has the best numbers ever as a starting quarterback in Dallas. But what he lacks is the postseason success, two and four, and uh, no Super Bowl appearances, no NFC championship appearances. So when you look at that, then you got to wonder, well, you can't call him the greatest Cowboy quarterback of all time because he doesn't even want a Super Bowl. You didn't play in a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. You didn't even make it to a championship, conference championship game. So then you really look at Aikman, who had three, and, and Staubach, who had two. And, and general conventional wisdom is Roger Staubach is the greatest Cowboy quarterback ever. That's convention. Nothing against Troy Aikman. But Roger didn't have the loaded teams that Troy Aikman had. And so, you know, when you look at, when you look at it, that's conventional wisdom. You can make an argument for Aikman. That's fine. Who you really can't make an argument for, unfortunately, is Tony Romo. He has all the stats, but he doesn't have the postseason success. So um, he, he is, he is a great cowboy quarterback. will certainly make it to the ring of honor, you know, hall of fame, Boy, that's going to be tough without the postseason success. Hall of fame is going to be tough. But certainly we'll make it to the Cowboys ring of honor. Um, but you know what I have noticed about this situation? And maybe his situation was different. You know, he was injured, and then Dak Prescott came in, and then Dak played well, and they went on a roll, and then Tony was finally cleared to play, and the team was playing so well. Um, they lost their first game, and if you recall, they – they went on a nice, what was it, I believe, I want to say 11 games, 11 straight wins, if I remember correctly. So, you know, even though if you, if you were going to start an NFL team and you were doing NFL tryouts and Dak Prescott walked in and Tony Romo walked in and you didn't know anything about them, and with the ability that they have today, there's no way Dak Prescott beats out Tony Romo. They, they just, it is not going to happen. However, Dak goes out and wins 11 games in a row, takes the team to 13-3, and three, number one seed, um, takes them to the playoffs. Unfortunately, they fell short. But as a rookie, that combined with uh, Zeke, you know, it's kind of hard to now go back and say, well, let's put Tony back in. Tony got that one drive in Philly, the last game of the season, and it was phenomenal, but – you know, there's it, really nothing. It was too late. Unfortunately for Tony, it was too late. In 2014, they had a great team, and they fell short with the questionable uh, Des Bryant call in, uh, New, uh, I'm sorry, Green Bay. 2000, 2015, Tony Romo broke his collarbone twice. Or who knows what that team could have done because the defense kept that team in every game just about, but two broken collarbones. And in 2016, you know, he gets hurt in the preseason. So we don't know. And, 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 I, and, I, and I know I was heading in one direction. I've gone in another direction. Forgive me. I don't have a script. I'm going off the, off the cuff here. Um, we don't know how great Tony Romo would have became because of injury. And, and unfortunately, he, he hit his stride late in his career, but his body had had enough. You know, his, his body had had really um, had enough. And, 
you know, when you look at the injuries he had, you know, and I saw this online and I was like, wow, 2008 broken finger, 2010 broken collarbone, 2011 broken ribs and a punctured lung. Remember that? 2013 back surgery, 2014 back injury and broken ribs, 2015 uh, fractured clavicle twice, 2016 broken bone and back. You know, that's a lot of injuries over, you know, the last eight or nine years. And what could he have been had he had they gotten this offensive line five years earlier or had he not had that injury at the preseason game against Seattle where he slid awkwardly in the uh, I want to say it was Cliff Averill. I don't remember from Seattle fell on him kind of funny and it broke the bone in his back. We'll never know the answers. It's always a what if game and a lot of pundits and a lot of anti-Romo people, let's see a lot of Cowboy fans will say, well, Tony, you know, he, he had enough time. He had T.O. and he had DeMarco Murray and he had time and he didn't do it. So what makes you think he would have done it? Well, what he didn't have until 2014 was this offensive line. Okay. And so, so I don't know, but I have a feeling the Cowboys would have had a ring if Tony had been healthy these last three seasons. One of these three years, Cowboys would have had a, had a championship. That's just my opinion. We'll never know. I have a right to that opinion. I'm sticking to it. Um, that said, what is missing is Roger cried, Aikman cried. Tony seems really happy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Tony did the speech back in November where he kind of turned the team over to Dez, and he seemed somber. Um, but if you've looked at the offseason, he did the one video with, with uh, Bob Dylan. I, I think the song at times, are, they are changing or something along those lines in the background. I think him and Jerry really tried to orchestrate um, – some sort of Jedi mind trick on people in the off season to try to va- drive up Romo's value to see if there would be any takers. Um, and I think frankly, the fact that he had a big contract and he has been injury prone, not even Denver wanted to take that chance and Denver took a chance on Peyton Manning, but let's be, let's be serious. Tony Romo was not Peyton Manning. Um, the price was too high for a guy who hasn't played a full season since 2012. And it's sad. But I can't be sad if Tony himself isn't sad. You understand what I'm saying? You know? You know, you, you got the crying Jordan meme when Jordan retired. And you, you look at, you know, uh, Magic when he retired the first time with the HIV. And, you know, so many great athletes when they call it quits. Um, but if you're not sad, then, the, you know, Kobe didn't, Kobe didn't cry. Kobe was like, Mamba out. 20 years, I gave everything on the field. He was on TV recently being interviewed. He seemed at peace. They said, have you played since the end of the, end of the, the last season? He said, yeah, a little bit in my driveway with my kids. Other than that, no. He's doing children's books or something now, which I don't get. But, okay, hey, you're Kobe Bryant. Um, I guess my point is I want to be sad about this. I, I, I want a cowboy hug. I want to be embraced. You know, I want my Cowboy fans to be like, okay, I know we got Dak, but we'll deal with that in, in, in the late summer, early fall. Right now, our quarterback, you know, is leaving. And I, I want people to be like, you know, I don't know, kind of like T.O., right? You know, kind of like, you know, kind of kind of like this. My quarterback. Or, or maybe like this. Oh, Tony. <laughs> 
you guys can point the finger at him. You, you can talk about the vacation. And if you do that, it's really unfair. It's really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. We lost to the team. Okay, that, that's enough. But I'm not getting that anywhere. I, I'm not getting Cowboy fans up in arm. I'm not getting um, sadness. I'm not even getting it from Tony himself. He took a picture with the CBS jacket and said, I guess it's time to start dressing up. And maybe, you know, he had a whole year on the sidelines. You know, he didn't play until the one series in Philly. He missed. I don't know how many games before he dressed, nine, maybe, before he dressed. So maybe he's had a long time to marinate about this and process it. And, you know, he's got a beautiful wife. He's got two kids and one on the way. Um, He's got a a great gig with CBS coming, which, um, you know, not going to make the money he made playing football, but he's going to be paid millions to to be a commentator. Now let's see how good he does. Uh, I expect him to do well. Um, you know, Trey Aikman has you know won an Emmy doing it, so I uh, gotta be better than Phil Sims. I think Phil Sims is terrible, so gotta be better than Phil Sims. But um, Chris Collinsworth, another one I think is terrible. Um, Ezekiel Elliott tweeted Niner legendary. Dak Prescott also tweeted thank you for Tony and everything that he's done for him. Um, I'm sad. I, I am. I really am sad because that's been from, you know, 2006 to before last season, that was our guy. And I remember the game where he came in. I don't remember who they were playing, but I remember Bledsoe standing in the pocket looking like a statue. And at, at halftime, he pulled Romo in. I remember Romo threw an interception, but he played well. I don't know if they won the game or not, but he, after he threw the interception, he settled down, he played well, and he took the team over. And I remember Bill Parcells being interviewed saying, I had to do something. And the something he did was bring Tony Romo in. And I remember when Bill Parcells retired, Tony Romo was dating Jessica Simpson. And, you know, Parcells was really worried that Tony was going to turn into a Hollywood quarterback. And he said, we don't need any more of those. And he listed, I don't have them, I'm sorry, because I just did this off the top of my head, but he listed 10 things, advice to Tony Romo. And, um, you know, one of them is, you don't need to be a Hollywood quarterback, we've had enough of those. And shortly thereafter, Tony and Jessica fell apart, and then Tony met some girl who, I I don't want to say she's a no-name, that might be rude, but she's Jessica Simpson. Everybody knows who Jessica Simpson is, she and Jessica Simpson, attractive blonde that he met, or that he knew, and he ends up marrying her, but if you ask me her, Candace. That's her name, Candace. No idea where she came from, no, but he, he listened. And Romo played before this offensive line, before DeMarco Murray. Romo was the team. Okay, yeah, T.O., I'll get it. You think about Julius Jones and, and Marion Barber and some of these running backs that are not DeMarco Murray, who turned, who's turned out to be a very, very you know, top-tier running back. I mean, if you look at the top running backs in the NFL – and if you say Zeke and Le'Veon Bell set the standard, Murray's on that next level, okay? Had, had the greatest single season in Dallas Cowboy history. Zeke didn't do it yet, although he's only played one year, but he hasn't. Um, Emmett never did it. 
Dorsett never did it, but DeMarco Murray did. So DeMarco Murray was was great. But if you go before that, you know, Tyson Thompson and all these these Julius Jones already said and these guys and okay, he had T.O. Outside of T.O., who do he have? You know, Patrick Creighton, um, Miles Austin, you know, the guy who had 10 catches for 250 yards and never really did anything after that again. Sam Hurd, who ended up getting arrested for marijuana. Jason Witten, okay, hey, make a great point with Jason Witten, Hall of Famer. But Tony was the team for many years, and they didn't really have a great offensive line. Now, why do you think Tony perfected that spin move, you know? That spin move that even freaked that even uh, uh, psyched out JJ Watt. You know, Tony will always to me be a very unappreciated Dallas Cowboy quarterback because he doesn't have the postseason success. But I will tell you, the postseason success is not on Tony Romo. Did Tony sometimes take a risk and take a gamble? Yes. You know why? Because he felt he had to. Tony felt like I need to do this to give the team a chance to, to, to win. As he got into the later years, he realized, I, I can't do it all myself. I need to rely on my teammates, and I need to stay in control. And when he signed the big contact with the $55 million guaranteed for $108 million, he was truly committed to taking the teams to the Super Bowl, and he did everything in his power to make that happen. Unfortunately, after years of getting beat up, body didn't respond. I mean, the dude even uh, in the offseason last season, not this offseason we're in now, but prior to the 2016 season, had an extra surgery done to put a plate in on his collarbone to strengthen it to reduce the chance of having another collarbone break because he had three in his career, two in one season. That's how committed this guy was. He does that. I'm going to go in and have another surgery to make this bone stronger. He had no intentions on retiring, no intentions on not being a Dallas Cowboys starter. And who knew that Dak Prescott fourth round fourth round um, draft pick would turn out to be as uh, effective as he was the first year? Now let's see what happens in the second year. I'm not wishing anything negative, but I'm the one. I can't be a hypocrite. I'm the one that says once teams get film on you, it's a different ball game. They got a whole year of film on this guy right now, and offense is coming back relatively unchanged. Okay, Zeke will be there. Dez will be there. Um, Terrence Williams will be there. Jason Witten will be there. Cole Beasley will be there. Offensive line will be about the same. Um, they're, they're talking about Doug Free retiring, but he hasn't filed paperwork, so we'll see. And they lost Ron Leary, but they got Lael Collins. So offensive line will be pretty much the same. Um, Lance Dunbar is gone, um, but um, um, Arkansas Raiders, uh, Darren McFadden was re-signed. So the offense is pretty much going to be the same. So let's see how he does in his second year. And I'm not wishing poorly because he's my quarterback. But I can't come on here and just tout that he's going to be great when I'm the one who says, like I said with Cam Newton, and I was right. Well, let's see what happens now that people got film on him. Like I said with RG3, and I was right. So I'm going to be consistent. Let's see how great Zach Dak is now that they've got film on him. Now, the one thing Dak has that Cam and RG3 didn't have is, is arguably the best running back in the game. And I hear K-Star saying, no, that would be Le'Veon Bell. Well, I'm going to say it's Zeke, and that's the bottom line because T. Floyd said so. Okay. Um, and these other guys didn't have that. So let's see what happens. Didn't have a guy who can play at a level as high as anybody in the NFL at wide receiver. 
and that would be uh, Des Bryant. So Ian, although RG3 and, and Cam Newton are both mobile, so I can't really say that, um, you know, Dak has more mobility. I just think Dak picks his spots better than those guys did. I don't think his whole game is around read option or taking off. I think he's, he's very judicious with when he runs. He's looking to make plays and pass, and running is like an, a last option. So we'll see. Um, and we'll see about the defense. That's another show altogether. But I'm going to be – I am sad to see Tony go. You know, in this age where you got Zeke out there pulling girls' shirts down and, and, and you know, you just sit here and hope that, that there's, no, there's no issues with Zeke and, um, you know, the, the Randy Gregory and his issues and, you know, just the number of players that tend to be a part of the Dallas Cowboy organization – and that leads to some level of drama. And you've got the, the franchise quarterback up until last year who has never really, I mean, other than the Cabo thing, which I just played, which was ridiculous, and dating Jessica Simpson, which who cares? I mean, she was fine. You know, I date her. So, I mean, I mean don't even sit over there and be a hypocrite and talk about it. You wouldn't. Damn right you would. Um, doesn't get in trouble. Man, a good character. Now he's married, two kids, three on the way, third on the way. It's just that's what you want. You want any, any complaint a game. And it's not easy to get a good quarterback. I'm hoping Dak comes through and, and, and stays at the same level or higher for next season. But it's not easy. Look around at the end. Look at, look at the 49ers and some of the teams in the NFL and, and what trouble that these teams have. And then sometimes you think you have a quarterback and he, he regresses. Look at Andrew Luck over there. You don't think he regressed? So this isn't easy. And you're not guaranteed anything in the NFL. And Tony, one thing Tony had proven is he could make a play at any time. And you're never out of the game with Romo back there. More fourth, most, more fourth, fourth quarter comebacks in his career, I think during the time of his career than anybody. Now, there may be others that played at different times at more. But one of the top fourth quarter comeback quarterbacks ever, and I believe in NFL history, the top fourth quarter QBR in NFL history and a top two or three all-time NFL QBR because he can get it done. Now, I get it. Didn't happen in the postseason. Hey, that'll always be the knock, and I'm sad that he has to leave the NFL and not be able to do something about it, not at least get to a conference championship or at least get to a Super Bowl. It's sad. But, you know, one thing that I'm hearing that I think is very interesting is what happens next year, Romo's calling games, and it's third, fourth, fifth week in the season, and Dak gets hurt. Now, no one's wishing that, obviously, but it's, it's a reality of the game. What happens if Dak gets hurt and Dak is out four, five, six weeks? Could Tony Romo leave the booth, come back, and play for Dallas again? Is that at all possible? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's intriguing. Um, but we don't want to find out that way because then that would mean the, the quarterback that we hope will be our quarterback for the next 10 years got injured. It's something about injuries in the NFL. Once you have one where you miss multiple games, I don't know. You know, I mean, I get it. Tom Brady's an exception. You're going to tell me that Tom Brady 
tore his ACL and whatever, and missed the season, came back, and has played. Okay, but come on, you're talking about the GOAT there with Tom Brady. Okay, you can't use him as an example. A lot of times, once you get one injury, they, they, they recur, and your body has to strengthen up that area so it overcompensates in that area, and then you find out another area is weaker. Or you're so hard rehabilitating that, you forget about it. I mean, these are things that happen in sports. So I don't want to see that happen. I'd like to see our top guns stay healthy and see what that does for Dallas. But it would be intriguing to see if this is the end of the chapter for Tony Romo. Um, I'm glad that I got to watch his entire career. Like I got to watch Aikman's entire career and I got to watch the bulk of Roger's entire career. Um, Roger, Roger, um, started when I was really young. So I caught like the last few years of his career because really young men. So I'm honored to have watched these guys. And, and now we turn the page to the next quarterback. I just wish that Cowboy Nation, NFL Nation, appreciated the greatness in Tony Romo and didn't just equate it to two and four in the postseason. Didn't just equate it to not ever going to a Super Bowl. I mean, you know, this is a guy who, who, you know, had a punctured lung and played against San Francisco. This is a guy who broke his collarbone. And, you know, as he got up, the first thing he said was, did he catch it? This is a guy who, before he, they knew his collarbone was broken, tried to come back in and they caught him and said, wait a minute, we need to do an x-ray because they weren't sure. And he tried to come play. He gave everything to this team. And I just wish Cowboy Nation would respect that. And, and appreciate what we had in Tony Romo. And don't just throw him out the baby with the bathwater because now we've got a new quarterback. Because I can tell you, if we didn't have Dak, and let's just say, Tony, you know, this all was happening, but there was no Dak. Let's just say, let's just rewind the clock a year ago and say Tony retired before last season. And we don't know what Dak's going to bring. Nation would be feeling differently. But because Dak played so well, everyone's like, okay, I'm moving on. Well, you know what? I'm loyal. I'm going to miss Tony leading the team. I'm going to miss watching him play. Um, and, I, and I wish him well at CBS. I think he'll do a great job instead of uh, Phil Sims. And my only hope is that um, he's at peace with his decision. I think he is. You know? Um, okay, wait a minute. Let me read this. Let me read this um, quote from Tony Romo. I think this is like, this just is breaking news like as we speak so hey i get to break in tony romo i have always known that once my playing career was over i wanted to become a broadcaster i am ecstatic for the opportunity to work with jim as i learn the craft and convey to fans my passion for this great game i don't know if there's more let's see literally this is coming across nfl network cowboy owner jerry jones tony has been a wonderful representative of the cowboys organization for 14 years and he left everything he had on the field he will leave us with many great memories and a legacy of being truly one of the greatest players in Cowboys history. That was Jerry Jones. You guys, you're getting this, you're getting this from Commissioner T. Coach Jason Garrett, it has been one of the greatest privileges of my life to work with Tony Romo, one of the greatest players in Dallas Cowboy history. I think that's a fair statement. One of the greatest in the history. Dak Prescott, from a fan of yours to being your teammate, thank you for the device on and off the field to making plays that I'll never forget. No, it's nice to Dak. Let's see any other comments. Zeke, thanks for all the mentorship, camaraderie, and a new friendship. 
You took me under your wing and made it your job to give me a better understanding of this game to make sure I continue to maximize my potential. Appreciate you, brother. You know, when I'm reading all this, you got to wonder, and I'll stop if there's more quotes from um, teammates. Nope, that's it. Um, You just got to wonder how much of the success Dallas had was Romo from the sidelines, you know, talking to Zeke, talking to Dak, talking to the team. Um, you, You do have to wonder taking him off that team and that leadership and, you know, granted it's Jason Garrett's offense, but Jason, although he's a former quarterback um, and, and, and a former offensive coordinator, he ain't on the field. Tony is now talking, was talking from a position of having executed the offense and also played against the bulk of the teams, probably all of the teams that, um, that Dak played against last year. And so I'm sure helped with scouting and helped with execution, helped with game adjustments. Um, so you got to wonder how much of that success was really Romo, because um, he's not the guy that's going to go out there and say that. He's not the guy that's going to get out there and say, yeah, I did this. But you got to wonder. I, I kind of hope, would hope that, that, that a Garrett or a Wade Wilson quarterback coach or a Sean Lenahan offense coordinator um, or a Zeke or a, a Dak or a Witten or anybody would at least now then say, hey, I want you guys to know what Tony meant to this team last year. Give him his kudos. Because I got to believe that he was very instrumental in the offensive uh, uh, success of this team last year. And that could show this year with Romo not being there. You know, now Dak's got a year under his belt, but one year doesn't equal 14. Um, and, and, and nine, uh, you know, as the starter, because he didn't play last year. So, you know, four, first four years, well, maybe nine and a half. So 14 with the team about nine and a half as the starter. So anyway, listen, um, I don't have, I don't have anything left. I, I felt the need to come on and address this. Uh, I'm sad. I'll get over it. Uh, I, I've seen many great ones retire and leave um, and, and either retire and go off into the sunset or go to another team. I'll get over this, but I just hope that Tony Romo gets his due. And I hope that I don't have to continue to see some of the blasphemy I've seen from the fans and, you know, the haters and hey, the guy was a great quarterback, uh, in my opinion, outside of during his career, Peyton, Breeze, Rodgers and Brady. I think he was in that next level. I think he was at the top of that next level. Uh, maybe, maybe give the nod to Ben because of the Super Bowls, but then you got it to me. Oh, yes. Yes. Over Eli. I don't think Eli is very good. Never been very good. He just, <laughs> something about Eli in the postseason. He can get it done. He always plays a good defense. I don't even want to hear about Joe Flacco, Matt Ryan, and these other bums. I don't even want to hear about him. Outside of those four I named and maybe including Ben, I think Romo during his era was the best outside of those guys. And I'm going to stick to that. So I hope he gets his due well, now that he's walking away from the game. And, hey, who knows, right? We don't want Dak to get hurt. Let's see what happens next season. Get that itch. See what happens. All right, everybody. Appreciate you joining me. We will be back to do a draft show in a few weeks, um, either before or after the draft. I got to be honest. Uh, work is work is killing me. So I'm trying to squeeze in doing some Madden voices for all of you. Um, by the time football season comes around, trust me, 
We're gonna we're, there's gonna be some major changes to the show, so hang in there. In the meantime, see you in a couple of weeks for the draft show. Um, and remember, except for Tony now, because he won't be there. All feuds are settled. Talk to you soon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.